<laughs> you're watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in sweltering Southern California. That guy out there is... Matt Metris in moderately humid Rochester, New York. <laughs> moderately humid? <laughs> you mean you mean you can actually go outside and not melt? Well, uh, you can. <laughs> you choose not to because it's still kind of ugly, but yeah, uh, it's mid-80s today, but the, the humidity is a pain. Yeah. Uh, uh, today is it's uh, it's actually it hasn't been as warm as it has been in the last uh, couple of days because we've had dry heat. But it's like right now it is 84 degrees, and you can bet that the humidity is, you know, 84. If the humidity reaches 45 percent in California, that's that feels like New York, you know. But it doesn't because I've lived in San Antonio. That's oppressive. Mm -hmm. um, folks, tonight today we've got Wonderful number five. Not to be confused with Mambo number five. Or Chanel number five. Or Chanel number five, for that matter. And this is, uh, again, the, the entire Brujo line, which is just gorgeous so far. Every one of these has been a hit. And um, this one is one plant only. The, the mm -hmm. one this is number four is an ensemble. This one is a Tobola. And you and I have had Tobolas before, I mm. think. Yeah, uh, I believe we have. Uh, it's a cool-looking plant too. It doesn't look it, the the leaves are much wider than than the traditional Espadine Blue Weber kind of thing that we're used to. So it's just neat to look at. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would imagine. Well, it's a tobola, but and I don't want to go too far and say. Uh, I think Potatorum is one that you and I talked about that is it's used in San Antonio as ground cover. I mean, every bank has Potatorum, and there are they're gorgeous gray, blue gray. Uh, and they grow a, a stem that is, I think, if you if you look through my Instagram, I have black and white pictures of, of, of fact, a particular bank I used to drive by all the time. And, and I had to stop and take pictures of it because it was just so impressive, you know, when they go to seed. Um, and, and sadly, you know, nobody picks up those seeds, nobody harvests them or anything like that because they're in, you know, you're in a, you know, in a concrete parking lot. But mm. um but this tobola is is very attractive to look at and very delicious as a plant as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just uh, scored the seal on my wax, as you can see. This, too. this comes in wax and a real cork, folks, and mm -hmm. lots lots of bubbles. Oh, okay. Oh my. Oh my. Mm. Oh my. All right. All right. A little bit in my Stasel Jarrito that I normally use for mezcal. Oh, you're using your fancy handy dandy. Fancy. I, I got to get used to the pour line on this. I pour a little bit excessive in here, but that's okay. Uh, this is the Denver and, and Lily uh, agave glass. Uh, you know, if somebody sent uh, sent me a link to that, and I think a lot more people are, are actually... Uh, you know what's nice to see is that people are experimenting with different glassware now mm -hmm. uh, instead of the, the, the tried and true, you know. Uh, and and that's that's cool. Everybody should have different glasses. I mean, it's your toolkit, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I got to wash mine after every use. I have a... Some of you may have seen my... my, my executive case where I've got all my um, all my tasting gear and I even have a, uh, a stave of, of the inside of a barrel most mm. people have never seen what a, what a charred barrel looks like yeah and, uh, so I, I pull that out whenever I do uh, tastings or demos and stuff and it just here here's the what this is what the inside of a barrel looks like um, this class so, seems to be gaining popularity in some of the online circles in which 
we travel. Uh, yes. The tequila community online is, is relatively small, so we all end up in the same places all the time. Yeah, uh, bumping into each other. Uh, <laughs> you know, they've become places for uh, either learning or uh, or rather clickish. So yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're smart, you just lurk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like yeah. I do. Oh, beautiful legs and tears. Look at that. That is nice. That's pretty. And they're actually streaming too. Not only are they, uh -huh. uh, not, not only are, are are they clinging, but they're streaming as well. So now this is going to be one plant only. It does come in at 46 ABV, uh, 46 percent, uh -huh. which is uh, what ni uh, 92, I think, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And these are 10 to 12 year old uh, plants that we're going to see in here. Oh, okay. So they're they've been around for a while. They they. Uh, do they wild harvest these, this one, this particular plant? I mean, they, they, it looks like they've done most of them as a wild harvest. Yeah, it does. So wild mountain sourced, um, although it says slash, right now they are buying because it's a very dry season. Oh, see? I, you know, I love the transparency on that mm -hmm. website. It just it gives you all that information. And, and it's good to have that, folks, because normally, and I, and I know I've mentioned this uh, on a couple of other tastings as well that you, you and I have done, and Alex and myself, normally you see that holographic stamp right there on the, every bottle of mezcal. That's got to be there by, by law. However, what that is is if you snap that, yeah, if you snap that, that, that tag, it supposedly takes you to what is the, the Comer Cam or CRM or whatever they're calling themselves. Uh, it, it's their their known list, like there is in tequila. The only problem is now you're getting that error uh, mm -hmm. on there because there's uh, uh, the the mezcal industry is in disarray at this point. Nobody knows who the uh, too many chiefs, not enough uh, not enough Indians, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but any in any case, until they figure out their political problems, uh, this was a great source of information because. Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes the label just doesn't have enough info, and if you know, and, and some people don't have access to the website, and sometimes the website's in Spanish, right? Mm -hmm. But this would give you like everything you wanted to know, and they give you coordinates, and and technically speaking, they they're only needed. The only necessity is to give you the minimal information, but a lot of brands were very forthcoming with with information in Brujo, so it's good to have. More information, the better, because that way you can educate yourself and and decide whether you like Tobolas or you like Couchés or you like uh, Espadines only. You know, I don't know. Now, this isn't as bright as some uh, as anything as some of the other plants. It's deeper. Definitely. And obviously, the the plant aroma itself is different. Um, you know, in the way that different musical instruments playing the same note are going to make different sounds. Tambra, I think is what we, we call it. That's Tam very good. Tambra. Wow, yeah, I something. didn't know a musician. <laughs> you, <laughs> you and Jim should talk. Yeah. <laughs> Jim's in a band uh, in Ohio, so. I, uh, yeah, so is Felipe. <laughs> I below averagely play instruments. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't play instruments. I, you know. <laughs> I listen to me. I listen to music, and lately I haven't even listened to that except for my classical music because I'm kind of gearing up for for my next big tome, mm -hmm. uh, the Mozart method. Okay, now as this opens up, I get even deeper plant. Mm -hmm. 
maybe mixed with a little a little ethanol, but yeah, but just a little bit. It's not bad. It's yeah. not bad at all. It's just it's presenting whatever. This is a really deep plant. It's it's um there's there's a there's a heaviness to it. Yeah, absolutely. And there's not not a ton else coming out of here. Um, no, no, sm I'm not getting any smoke. This is cooked in a conical oven underground, so it's possible we could get some smoke. Um, cypress wood again. We've seen a couple with cypress in this series and a couple with pine, and the cypress ones have been a little more muted when it comes to the smokiness. And now, is that is that in the cooking or is that in the in the vat itself? Oh, you're right. That's in the fermentation. I, uh, okay, in the fermentation. No, I was wrong. I'm completely wrong. It's pine used in the smoking. So okay, so that's what I was getting at the bottom. Yeah. There's a there's a hint of mintiness that mm -hmm. I think you detected that I think in the espadine, the very mm -hmm. first one you mentioned that, yeah. and that's what I'm getting. I'm getting like a menthol, like a yeah. pine, like a like a like a mint, but it's at the bottom. And mm -hmm. it takes a minute to get to the uh, the plant is is really first and foremost here, but I I, I totally pick up on that. Yeah. Each one of these folks ha has evolved in your glass. I again, uh -huh. they're 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 dipped in wax. There's not a whole lot of escapage, uh, you know, uh, or leakage. Uh, don't worry about when you have them delivered from Old Town. We, we I, I know that Old Town carries this whole line. Um, uh, so when you open it, let it breathe, and mm -hmm. and be with it when it when it opens because as as it continues to bloom, it evolves. The last one, number. Number five, number four. <laughs> I gotta figure out what number we're on. <laughs> number four kept evolving and evolving. It really did. Class. Yeah. Of course, that was an ensemble. I'm ready to dive in. Let's if you do are. it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 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 Oh wow! It's such a different experience compared to the four that we just did it's much thinner on the mouthfeel mm -hmm. first thing it noticed right away but there's there's plant there's fruit there's there's spiciness of pepper um no no ethanol at all uh for me but a great finish it's got a, like a medium finish, finish. But, but at 46 percent, it's not burning on the way down like the way you might expect it to when you're when you're drinking a higher proof spirit but man this is such a nice blend of aromas in here yeah it it, it just it, it, there's the pepper and and it's that spicy you know um you're right it's kind of a thinner mouthfeel you can kind of tell because of the way that the legs and tears didn't um they they clung and then they streamed whereas mm -hmm. with the ensemble it took a while for it to start to stream because you've got three different plants so you're going to get three different types of tears uh, coalescing together um but this one it, it is one-sided but there's more the flavor mm. has has way more layers in it than yep. than the aroma the aroma is really kind of one-sided and that's okay i'm i'm okay yeah. with that yeah. yeah i'm getting some some residual spearmint on my tongue it's really delightful wow now see this one as as it's it's a it's a deeper heavier nose and deeper heavier flavor profile you could i think you really actually could make a cocktail with this i'm just not exactly sure where it is because i'm not a cocktail guy 
Uh, I know Alex in the past has said that you know, with some mescals, he likes to, uh, he says anything that you can use, you can do for, with gin, you can replace it with a, with a mescal. I said, yeah, but I asked him, and maybe I need a second opinion. I asked him, I said, well, yeah, but gin is like a, like, isn't that herbal? You know, is that kind of, he goes, well, it's a botanical. So, so could you? I know yeah, that I mean, I the website has its own recipes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, gins have such a wide spectrum of profiles as well, the way we experience, you know, in the agave world. So there's a lot of different things you could substitute out. I'm not much of a gin drinker myself. I had bad experiences when I was younger, but um, started getting back into gin this summer. And we got one that was uh, bright purple and like mixed it with this elderflower tonic. It's amazing. Um, so there's really some cool things. You could try this with a tonic water, something just light, you know, um, like a like a soda. Uh, and maybe some bitters or something like that. Uh, but I could go. I could go with a little bit of pineapple juice in here, maybe. Um, I'm just brainstorming of, of what I might throw in there to try it. So you would. So pineapple would be a little bit, a little bit brighter. Yeah. Versus this. So what you would do is you would, you would have something that would compare and contrast as opposed to, um, uh, as opposed to complement. You know, something heavier. That I, I'm. I. You know, I was thinking something deeper i i don't know i you know i'm not a cocktail guy so that's why i rely on you guys because you you guys have you know i'm sure somewhere along in the process you're thinking what would i mix this with if, mm -hmm. I, was, if I was going to present it to somebody uh you know who wants who who's in a gateway you know and wants to know more about mezcal but doesn't but isn't ready for the for the and this this isn't doesn't have that punch that that i've yeah. had other mezcals that are at higher proofs that are more rustic, more more uh, ancestral. Uh, those are we fight this sometimes. This one is really just very balanced. Um, yeah, so, I'm thinking if we went lighter with a mixer and then did like a chili powder rim or something, that could yeah that yeah that would be really neat. Okay, uh, those tend to you know pineapple with a chili rim is a is a good go to um, for that kind of spicy sweet mix. So that that could be cool. I'll have to play around with it. The, the one thing that may be uh, problematic for making a cocktail out of it is the retail price on this is one twenty-five. Uh, so, yeah, that yeah. that might put a stop to that, especially when you're doing taste testing at the the bar manager. Yeah, shut never, mind. never mind. Never <laughs> mind. Move along. Nothing to see here. <laughs> it is it is currently on sale at, at uh, Old Town for one ten. So there's that. Um, Wow, what's do we know the production of uh, the output of the of the? By the way, if you read the the information on the website, very it, it's all, um, it, it's all upfront. I think they use um, uh, uh, individual palenques for each of these. So they give you the name of the mm -hmm. master distiller. You know that um, uh, I'm going to have to read this because I, I'm pretty sure that they give you the name of the. Uh, Receta original Maestro Cándido Reyes. So yeah, they they name the distiller. It's a it's a his recipe. Um, you know you get you get a lot number. I guess this one is a. I don't know if it's S three nine two. Does it say, for instance, what the what their output is? Yeah, and uh, the output is very small, two hundred liters per month. So we're seeing as we go up in numbers here in the in this line, we're seeing smaller productions. Right, uh, and, and, and each of these is coming from different villages and towns in Oaxaca as well. So we're just sort of getting a geographical flight of 
of tasting. Uh, oh. Yeah. You could do a whole flight of Brujo and be all over Oaxaca in, mm. in, in the growing regions and the distillation regions and get a good idea of what the microclimates are doing to the plants. Yeah. Uh, that's why Oaxaca is so popular right now. It's just really hot uh, up until COVID um, to go and visit because, uh, because of the microclimates and, and the difficulty in reaching some of these palenques, that, which is what, it, what the, their distillery is called. Uh, in in uh, uh, in the mezcal industry, they're called palenques, and uh, some are, are building, you know, more modern palenques. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a few um, uh, major global distillers that are investing in in mezcal now. Uh, so, you know, they're it, it was bound to happen. Yeah. Uh, but right now, thankfully, there's still some that 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 are not mass produced. That are small batch. I mean, that's 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 small. That's a small it amount. Get much smaller than this, and, and still be economically viable. So it's uh, yeah, right on I, the cusp. I think. I, I'm hoping that that the. I'm pretty sure that the way these these folks have done business now, Brujo was uh, primarily in Europe. Uh, Matt and I did our first Brujo tasting some somewhere. It was almost like five years ago. Now it was like right in your right in your right in your freshman year with us, mm -hmm. and, and it was weird because they we had gotten it from the UK. So I don't know how they got us bottles, but they got us different bottles. So <laughs> we realized that they were we didn't know anything about them. There was no POS. There was nothing, and probably not even a website. And by the time we got these bottles and we went on the air, we went on camera. We realized that we had two separate bottles, uh, and so it was probably the most. Um, uh, I, I tell Matt it's uh, the, the most uh, awkward tasting that he and I ever did. So it was 2017. Uh, we did that. I just looked it up. May of 2017. Oh, uh, did you? Which <laughs> did you use? Screen number three or screen number two? <laughs> ah, this one. I gotta look at the chart. It was screen number three. <laughs> number three. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna go there, man. Brand oh, yeah, absolutely. nominee here. In the Tobola version, this is a, an extremely well done example of what a Tobola plant is and what it does. Uh, again, like I said in the previous uh, tasting number four, I said this is this is uh, your box of Crayola crayons with your your basic colors, and and this will give you a really good indication of what the big deal is with mezcal. And if you're if you're experimenting or you just maybe you're bored with the mezcals you've got, maybe you want to go a little bit higher than Gateway, which is 80 proof. Um, I, I highly recommend this entire line. And mm -hmm. and the folks in the UK who are watching us, you guys are already already know. So whatever you're doing with this, if you're watching us on YouTube, please leave us a comment. Let us know what you're doing, how you're getting it, where you're tasting it, what. What good mezcalerias there are in the UK, wherever you wherever you are, or even in Germany for that matter. Um, but that's our take on Tobola number five. I, I keep I keep thinking of Mambo number five, man. I get maybe we should, you know, now nah, we do we, we got to pay royalties. Yeah, anyway, yeah. We have no budget for that, okay? Uh, and YouTube would kill us. Uh, but please, if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a like, hit the notification bell because we stream every month. You get all of it uh, at the beginning of the, of the month so you can binge watch all the tastings we did the month before um uh, subscribe unless you're you know worried about commitment and whatever you do tomar sabiamente
Trip wisely.